Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, barrels on, and it's been a a banner day. It's going to continue to be so. Drake Toll, standing by, a very notable Baylor student. Drake, you would have enjoyed it. I was was walking around Castellaw, my old stomping grounds. I peeked into the Lariat. I peeked into the new, uh, all the podcasting little uh, studios, confessionals they have up there, and... um, I, I I assume that's where you have hung out the last few years. Have you have you spent significant time in the Castellall School of Communications? Well, Matt, uh, I spend to give my secrets away every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday in the Castellall School of Communications for about three hours a day, whether I wow. like it or not. Um, <laughs> and, and they. Uh, Man, they've, they've done a good job of keeping an old building still alive. It's got some, it's got some character to it. If I'm going to put it nicely, but they they've been doing some upgrades recently. I'm glad you noticed. Yeah, I I did. I peeked in there, and I thought the uh, staff at the Lariat would be thrilled to see an old uh, Morning News ESPN.com uh, uh, columnist. Right. And uh, I don't know if they ever looked up from the those Macs, those nice machines in there. So. Anyway, I know you would have been excited had I stopped by, but it's okay. Uh, That's a great great group over there, and it was fun. Now, um, Drake, you have had a a wild last 48 hours. I was kind of trying to monitor this, uh, and a lot of times you're just talking about Baylor sports and all of that. You've got the Locked On podcast, but occasionally you'll kind of share some things going on in your life, and (laughs) I guess the worst (laughs) – the worst time was that that selfie you took, where you just had a real defeated look at DFW Airport. Now again, you had saved up some money, and we're going to go to Red Rocks to see this big time country slash folk singer that right. you loved, and this thing went south on you. Now walk me through this a little bit. Where did the where did somebody break into your car? Because that's where really things got off to a horrible start on this trip. Did that happen in Waco, or was that once you got to the airport? Walk us through this a little bit. Yeah, Matt, this all starts in 2016 when I fell in love with Tyler Childers, and uh, I've learned to regret that today because it led to these moments here. Uh, Woke up on, on Wednesday morning and went out to my car to drive to the airport down in Austin and found everything strewn about, and my wallet with my id and my debit card had been stolen um and and so immediately this is in waco right outside my house so immediately think about filing police report then i remember you know i got this bucket list trip that i've already booked that's you know i i've saved up for months and months and it was eight hundred dollars just to go out to red rocks and so i was gonna you know you're only in college once you can't do a wednesday trip to red rocks after you graduate so had it all booked out, and then somebody breaks into my car. So, Matt, what do I do? Sprint through the house, grab a roommate, and say, give me all the cash that you got. I'm going to Red Rocks. And so I try to put that on the back burner and and make the rest of my day good. But, Matt, little did I know, I would eventually forget that my wallet was lost because the day would get so much worse from there. <laughs> no, no, first of all, how much – cash because you're of an age where y'all don't carry cash anymore no. how much cash did did your roommate have on him i mean this is very uh this is very impressive if your roommate suddenly 
came up with, let's say, five, $600 or something like this, a stash of, of some cash. How much were you able to get from your roommate? He said, I've got $100 cash, which, Matt, by the way, A, if you're a college kid, you're rich. You have $100 cash. <laughs> B, you're out of touch because we don't do the whole cash anymore. Everything's digital. So the fact that the one roommate that I had, is old school really worked out uh really worked out well for me so i had a hundred dollars <laughs> cash to my name um no no debit card no visa nothing and was boarding a flight in austin driving to austin boarding a flight and then getting out to colorado uh hoping that hundred dollars would last me the the 30 hours that'd be on the trip <laughs> so you get to okay you're going to get on this flight and and I, I would imagine I don't know if you had to go through Dallas or whatever. First of all, how'd you handle? Did they leave your ID when they took all your cards and everything? Oh. They did not grab your ID. Did you have? Did you still have your license? Yeah, Matt. These were not very kind robbers. Uh, they did not leave the ID. Sadly, if you're out there and you did steal my ID, I would love that part back at least. Uh, instead, though, I remembered. I have a, a rogue passport that I keep in my backpack um, just in case anything goes awry. And certainly I immediately went to that passport and thought, you know, I'm going to be carrying this around to bars at the hotel or bars at the airport if I get a beer. But I'll be that guy today if that's what it takes. So yeah. had the passport to check into the flight and get to the airport. Uh, but as soon as I got to Austin to fly out, had connecting in Dallas, we get on the plane in Austin. We taxi, and we come right back. And I thought, man, oh. they couldn't get worse. We come right back, and they, they say, the nose of the plane, something's wrong. And I'm thinking, that that's the whole nose of the plane. Something's wrong with that. That's not a good thing. Um, takes them about 15 minutes to fix, which, Matt, I don't know if you know this, but the nose is a pretty crucial part. So we get to land in Dallas, and I thought we were going down. I'm saying my prayers and singing my hymnals. Finally, we <laughs> touch down in Dallas. I go to get on my second flight. And they say, folks, we're sorry. We, we, we taxi, we come back to the gate, we deplane. And they say, well, we're, we're rescheduling for 6 p.m. Now, I thought I could make it still. 6 p.m. wasn't that bad. And then we get to the gate and they say, just kidding, we don't have a flight crew. We're rescheduling for 8 p.m., meaning oh, no. I would take off the ground the time the concert started. So, obviously, I'm distraught. This is $1,000 down yeah. the drain, and I'm calling my parents and everybody and telling them, you know, uh, woe is me. And then one of my friends texted me and said, you, you don't ever give up. Just see what you can do. So, Matt, I got on that 8 p.m. flight. I flew to Colorado, paid $50 for somebody to speed from the airport to the Red Rocks venue, and I caught the last five songs of this concert at Red Rocks. <laughs> And I am better off for it. Wow, because you you still had your phone, so you had the tickets on your phone. They did not That's they right. weren't able to steal the tickets, okay? Because this is everything's digital these days. And so you get out to Red Rocks and I bet hopefully after all of that you you were able to kind of drink that in and 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 appreciate the experience. Were you uh what were the were the final five songs songs from uh, from this children's uh, uh, library that you loved? I mean, were these all were these all very recognizable songs to you, or this or did he play all his new stuff at the end? Yeah, I'll be honest with you, Matt. <laughs> they weren't all recognizable, so that part wasn't the best. 
but I, yeah, I got a few of them in there that, uh, that I liked. And so he didn't treat me too poorly. It was, um, you know, I, I've never been out there to, to the Red Rocks venue. So to see that place just packed to the brim, um, they were sold out. So that was so neat to see the people packed in like sardines all the way to general admission. Um, and the guy, is a, he's a great, great artist, very acoustic based. And so had always been a dream of mine. And I, I tell you, you know, I'm standing there looking at these 10,000 people. And, you know, us sports media folks, we get emotional real easy about anything. So I just I teared up as soon as I got to my seat. You know, I, I don't know if it's because I was happy to be at the concert or because I just sprinted up about 80 stairs at altitude. But I uh, I I had made it. And, you know, like I said, you're only in once so an adventure like that where your wallet gets stolen and your flight gets delayed seven hours yeah. uh, you can't go doing that every every day yeah you don't really strike me as the guy that's going to limit these type of trips to co- your college days i feel like you'll you'll have several more cracks at this i am surprised that with all the fidelts or whatever fraternity you're in over there that you uh-huh. you decided to f- you f- do this alone that is that now that does not Maybe that's maybe that is you, but uh, that seems like a uh, that that is not something, and I kind of admire it. But that is not something I would have ever done in college: is strike <laughs> off on my own to go to a concert. Yeah, you know that part of it too. Now that you mentioned that, sounds kind of sad. <laughs> but I do. I, I would like to clarify that the men of Alpha Tau Omega are quite the academic today, unlike they were a couple of decades ago, or in your case, 10 years ago when you were at Baylor. Uh, They have become the academics of the university, so nobody wanted to skip class on a Wednesday to get out to Colorado. So I was the the rogue camper that had to email my professors and say, uh, I'm I'm heading out on a sabbatical for a day. And so I crossed my fingers and hoped for the best. And thank God I didn't drag anybody else into that mess. Let me just say, my ATO buddies from the uh, 90s, that would have not been an issue. Missing a class on a Wednesday. <laughs> In fact, by the time we finished up, the ATOs had been tossed off campus. Uh, but I, I now understand that the ATOs are hugely supportive of the university and athletics. Yeah. And, and uh, it's, a different, it's a different group of ATOs. Yeah, you know why I said Fidelts is because when I was in school, that's who would have been flying around to Colorado right. like for a formal. It was the Fidelts because they had all the money and they would they would be doing that. Now I don't know if they ever like had things stolen like you did. Well, yeah. I I I appreciate you uh, telling that story. Now you're uh, I guess back and in position to cover the game Saturday as you do your locked on talking to Drake Toll. He's with Locked On Sports and he's got his Locked On Baylor uh, podcast that he does now. How many? Uh, how many days a week are you doing that now? I, you guys do that uh, quite a few times. Is this like, are we talking about four or five times a week that you oh, yeah. uh, that you put out a podcast? Yeah, this is uh, Monday through Friday, so I it's it's a healthy little <laughs> it's a healthy little workload for a senior in college, but it's it's been great. And I gotta I gotta shout out the one who got me the job, one Matt Mosley. Um, and certainly wouldn't have the position I'd do if it wasn't for uh, a lead there. So can't help but thank you for that. And, yeah, I I had a show today, and the guest that I had on, he was shocked that I was in Waco because the last 30 hours, I'm I'm at about one hour of sleep, and, you know, 12 hours ago I was boarding a flight in in Denver, Colorado. But we're back. Tomorrow's episode is recorded, and, uh, man, it's, it's a big week for Baylor without a doubt. 
Well, and uh, this this line has moved to about two and a half. Um, yeah. It opened. It it didn't get up to as much as Baylor by three. It's down to about two and a half or two. As you kind of talk to folks, and I know you probably have friends that uh, go to Oklahoma State, and you've kind of looked at this thing from every angle. What right. do you kind of sense that as we get closer to Saturday is is the biggest key for the Bears? I thought they obviously functioned a lot better offensively, and in the defense, uh, especially in the second half with those takeaways, was was huge. What do you if if Baylor is to knock off the the number nine? Uh, team in the country and again Baylor's favored so it wouldn't exactly be a huge upset or anything what do you think needs to happen Saturday well a a big part of this is the chain effect that stopping the run creates if Baylor can continue into their fifth straight game holding an opponent under 100 rushing yards which is uh, uh, unbelievable by the way just that stat alone four straight games under 100 uh, opponent rushing yards is wild and they can do that. It forces Spencer Sanders to throw. Now, we've been laughing about it on my show all week about how Spencer Sanders becomes just the worst quarterback in college football only against Baylor. That's where he's thrown, I think, 10 career interceptions uh, and, and seven in his last two games. And it, it, there's a part of me, Matt, that thinks Spencer Sanders knows that's the case, comes out Saturday and doesn't turn the ball over and plays sharp. But he... He's never proved that that he's got that in the arsenal against Baylor. And and Dave Aranda, uh, Ron Roberts have done a great job of making sure they put their guys in the right spot. Sanders is pretty poor at at reading the field, and he's gonna he's gonna give away the ball two or three times on Saturday, and that's gonna be a big key. But he won't have to if Oklahoma State runs the football all over Baylor like they did in Stillwater last season. So you stop the run, you force Spencer Sanders to throw. He's going to give you two or three gifts. And then a big key for Baylor, Oklahoma State, Matt, they're they're emotional. They want to avenge last year's loss. They want to come out firing. If Baylor can stunt that and get an early 10, 14-point lead, I think it's their game all Saturday. Drake, where were you on that fateful moment when the when uh, Baylor, when McVay made that mm. stop? At the goal line, um, where, where were you? Are you as were you experiencing that as a fan slash student, or were you up there with me in the press box? So I was in the press box. Uh, I have learned I'm a very bad fan, Matt. I'm too emotionally invested, so I have to be in the press box so I don't cheer. But that play, to my right is sitting Kendall Cout of Sikkim 365. To my left is Sam Kahn of the Athletic. So I'm being on my best behavior because Sam Kahn's right here. You know, all the big sports media folks are up there. And when McVeigh got that stop on the goal line, I took my right arm, wrapped it around Kendall Couch's right shoulder, my left arm, and put my fist in his chest. And I'm not sure I've ever shaken a human being with such force as I did in that moment. Now, Matt, you know this. The press box has very strict etiquette. And I, I just blew it wide open in that moment. And I turned to Sam and I turned to Kendall immediately after and said, guys, I pay way too much to go to this university, not to get excited one time this season. And that was that. And they appreciated the heck out of it. Uh, so I, I watched it from the press box, but I got to, uh, I got to at least grunt and grab somebody in, in euphoria for a second. All right. All right. It was, uh, I, I'm, I'm uh, hopefully Kendall has recovered from that. 
from that uh, uh, right. outburst in the um, in the press box. Well, we'll look for you uh, Saturday. Uh, glad you have made it back and that uh, you are in one piece and you got to see a little bit of this Childers. And what it'll cause me to do now is to because I like alt country and some things uh-huh. like that, but not not like hugely familiar with Childers. So I'll now. Uh, obviously you've been listening to him since you were about 15. So I'll, uh, I'll sample a little bit. And then if I see you Saturday, I'll kind of give you my, my take on, uh, yeah. on, on Tyler Childers. Okay. Well, I got good news for you, Matt. You, well, good and bad. You gotta, you gotta catch up on the old stuff because the new album's releasing at midnight tonight. So you gotta get all the old stuff through your brain and then, and then grab the new stuff tomorrow. All right, I think I saw like a uh, something maybe you had tweeted about that a very emotional uh, new like uh, video that they've put out or something. I'll have yeah. to I'll yeah. have to check I, if he's if he's a folk singer. At some point, he's worn like a whimsical pork pie, you know, one of those um, hats or something. Mm. You know, I I, I would imagine yeah. he puts one of those things on. But uh, all right, well, uh, good to visit with you, Drake, and uh, I'll see you soon. Okay. Pleasure as always, Matt. I'll see you on Saturday. There he goes, Drake Toll.